Hello and welcome to the Daily Scrub Podcast. This is Blair. I am still alive. I have not been succumbed to the coronavirus. I have just been on a month-long rabbit hole and just poking the head out. Um, And I'm so sorry if uh, you were looking forward to more episodes of the Daily Scrub this year. Um... If you're a regular listener, you know how much I've struggled to get this back to a daily podcast. But, um, and even yesterday I was thinking, should I carry on with it because I'm not really contributing and uh, I feel like I'm letting my listeners down. Uh, But I decided to pick up the phone and create a new episode tonight because there's so much I want to share with you that I haven't before and that's kind of partly the reason why I haven't uh, shared it much in the last kind of few months is because I feel like I've shared a lot of my stuff with you already and I'm not sure what else is new. So um, where to begin? Well, first of all, uh, let's just talk about the virus, okay? And it is a pandemic. It's nothing that I've ever experienced in my lifetime. Um, you know, there's some good parts about it um, and there's some bad parts about it. Um, but I'll start with the good parts and just in context, you know, um, it is relatively easy to recover if you have a decent immune system. It seems like it's very contagious. Uh, it's it's uh, travelled around the world in the matter of months. Um, and But it's not severe unless you're susceptible to it, right? So if you're elderly, if you've got a condition which is, uh, you know, it's going to get in there and... and um, do a lot of damage you know there's a a big risk there Um, but it seems like for a huge percentage of the population most of the population it's it's probably you're not even going to notice it it's just going to be like you know some mild symptoms and you'll be fine Um, but it's just the volume of people that may be affected which has got everybody panicking and that's fair enough uh and in the context of things that could go wrong in the world um, on a global scale, like nuclear war, um, gross, you know, you know, mass starvation. Uh, I know it's going on in some parts of the world, sadly. Um, you know, it could be worse, I suppose. But what we've got to understand is that the fear is driving the disease as well if you have any kind of belief that our thoughts create our reality uh, if you have any kind of belief in the law of attraction and all the principles associated with that you will know that the more we think about something the more it appears and the more uh, and the longer it sticks around so because it's been talked about so much because it's on the news all the time the media are all over it and some of it's helpful most of it's not helpful 
Uh, it's certainly created a fear amongst the community and people are staying at home, people are ransacking supermarkets and the whole toilet paper's, you know, debacle uh, is just ridiculous. Um, and, you know, the thing is there's no shortage of food and there's no shortage of supplies. Everyone's going to, you know, the supermarkets have been working just fine with all the people that are living in, in, in you know, each person in your own neighbourhood. So, but it's just this fear of some kind of apocalypse um, or a scenario where you have to be locked inside your house for a period of time, which is unlikely. It didn't happen in China. Um, although there was some lockdown, people were still allowed to move around with restrictions. So anyway, um, I was thinking today that if every single person on earth did a meditation about clearing the coronavirus and 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 instead focusing on how our immune systems are fully capable of dealing with it um i honestly think it would go you know which brings me to um what i want to talk about more of which is hopefully more interesting to you which is the the power of our thoughts um and i've and this is not a new idea and i've talked about it in the daily scrub before but it's starting to dawn on me just how significant it is um and not only just the thoughts that we turn into words it's the thoughts that are running in the background that affect our behaviors and our moods um and our actions when nobody's looking, right? Um, there, that whole um, that constant feedback that's coming through the brain is so important to be managed by a conscious person, you or me right? If we're not conscious of it, it will run the show and we will feel, we won't feel great, you know? Um, and the other thing, I'm just going to extend this out now because, and this is what's interesting to me, there's a lot of science to suggest that our thoughts are not contained in our head, our minds are not even contained in our head. Our brains are contained in our head. But in terms of the operation of our mind, it's not. And memories, for example, are not found in the brain. So they've done a lot of uh, experiments with rats and things like that about where memory is stored in the brain, okay? And they've they've poked around the entire brain and what they've come up with is there's no specific location where memory is actually stored. So when we remember something from yesterday or when we remember something from our childhood, where is it coming from? Okay, it's really interesting. So there's a, a, whole, a whole school of thought about the mind being 
outside of us. And so when we have a thought, it's not in our head. It is actually an energetic force that goes into a field of other thoughts, right? So it's no different to the way uh, information is carried along frequencies, like so mobile phone to mobile phone. We don't ever question that, you know. We don't question how a little, you know, piece of plastic and glass and metal can send my voice to the other side of the world and for someone's voice to come back. It's unbelievable. And so that information is being transported across a frequency up to a satellite and back. Now, with our thoughts, and the interesting thing is, think of how many mobile phones there are in the world and have a think about how many invisible conversations are being carried between devices, right? And so that's all an invisible phenomenon okay it's just but it's it's happening in ridiculous volumes so when we simply think it's very much likely that the same thing is occurring so our thoughts are going out of the head and they're sitting in space uh, and they are a collective with every other person, right? So Jung had this idea, Carl Jung, the Swiss psychologist, called the um, collective unconscious, right? And he didn't know the science that we know now. He wasn't privy to that research. But he had a lot of anecdotal evidence from his own, you know, clients and readings that this was a phenomenon and it is a phenomenon so I find this very interesting because if we want to make our lives more uh, successful if we want to be healthier if we want to have better relationships with ourselves and definitely with other people then it's up to us to be very vigilant about the thoughts that we have about ourselves primarily and of others, okay? Because when we think there is this phenomenon where it's possible other people are picking up on those thoughts and the emotion attached to those thoughts and basically feeling it and thinking it and without you saying it, they can get the vibe, right? And I'm sure everybody has experienced something, you know, a time when they felt like someone was staring at them and they didn't really uh, have awareness of it and, and you turned around and there was someone staring at you, right? So how did you know that? How did you have that sense, kind of that um, the hair goes up the back of your neck or a goosebump and, you, and then you turn around and there's someone looking at you, not creepy, could be creepy, but let's just say just an everyday look, okay? How is that possible? So 
what's important to you and to me is that this vigilance that we keep about what thoughts that we can have is will dictate your experience and if you allow the thoughts to run rampant and you allow thoughts that you just don't want if you don't want that thought to be your experience then you better get used to calling it out catching that thought and actually either just letting it go or even reversing it you know providing a counter thought to the thought that you had and slowly but surely you'll get used to doing it that way and all of a sudden your life circumstances will change. It's very, very interesting. Um, and if so, if you believe in the power of thought, if you if you read books like The Biology Belief, Bruce Lipton, um, things like that, if you have a belief that thoughts can create your reality, then you better get as good as you can at managing your mind, okay? And even meditation teacher will tell you, well, you can't manage your mind. No, you can't, but you can have a very good go at it, okay? You can have a very good go at recognizing what thoughts are productive for you and create good outcomes for you, and you can get very good at noticing what thoughts are harmful, damaging, um, hurtful, and doing your best is calling them out for what they are and letting them go, okay? Uh, challenge is when you've got a lot of emotion attached to certain thoughts, they will continue to repeat and that's the work that you've got to do to help yourself get um, those emotions and thoughts detached and you do that with energetic work. Awareness, meditation, and energetic work. Um, some, you know, those things are the same. So I'm going to talk more about this. I'm actually got, I'm, I'm, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I want to share with you because it's very, very interesting. And I think you can start to shape your life way better than you could have ever possibly imagined. Um there's so much potential for you to create an amazing future. I honestly believe, and it doesn't happen overnight. I think we're used to short-termism. But if you stick with some of these philosophies, you will undoubtedly change your reality to the for the better. I have no doubt. Okay, it's crystal clear to me how this is all, all these things coming together. Um, so yeah, that's it for now. Uh, good to be back with you on the Daily Scrub. I am going to do an interview. I've got a, an, a mindset coach um, from Canada is going to come on the Daily Scrub pretty soon. So I'm super excited to have her on. Uh, we just spoke this morning. And yeah, trying to bring you some interesting interviews. I've got a, a new wish list of uh, authors that I want to try and snag, but uh, we'll start with um, some other great people first. So I hope you are doing great. Um, do your best to meditate, stay calm, relax, find the peace point in your body, okay, during all this manic um, virus time. Um, you know, a lot of people, I saw someone the other day, 
like there was a construction worker helping, you know, pointing out that the pedestrian crossing was shut and this young woman, um, over here, she would have been, I don't know, 22, 23. She just started swearing at this guy for no reason and getting in an argument. And I was just like, wow, you know, there was nothing to be, there was, it was no big deal. And they're having this argument. So there's a lot of tension out there. Um, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety. Um, you don't need to share it. Okay. You can work on being grounded, relaxed, peace, and then your reality will become more of that. Okay. And you'll be that for other people, which, um, will have a knock-on effect as well, a positive knock-on effect. So that is the podcast for today. Uh, Good to be back, as I said, and I'll be back with you soon with more stuff about the power of our thoughts. Take care. Thanks for listening.